Oh, trendsetters, it feels good to have your company on episode 446 of the Trainsmooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions for the show, just jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, and click on the submit your question icon. It's interesting where you get little bits of information and you learn something new, and you there's no clear way of learning a particular thing or where you're going to get it from. You know, you can't say, oh, from this particular website, you, you learn tons and you click on this website and then you do, you've got to put yourself out there and, um, and hope that, you know, something's going to come back your way. You, you read a book, you think, oh, this is going to be good. And you may only get one little bit of information. Then you read another book or a website where you think, oh, I'll just click on this. Here. And all of a sudden you learn lots. Recently, my son joined um, a development basketball squad. He had to try out for it. There were over, something like over 100 kids that attended, and only 10 or so got into this program. And he's been into it for about a month. And at first, I thought it was just a racket, just because it was like 500 and something bucks just to be in the squad. And then you had another 200 and something bucks for, for the uniforms. And then it was extra money for the day clinics. And... And I'm just, my wife's telling me about all this. Yeah, she goes, pay this and then this and then this. And it goes on and on and on. And then he can qualify for this. And I think, this is a flaming racket. Anyway, he's been going there for for consistently a couple of days a week for a month and then the clinics on so, so many times. So I turned up for the first time the other day, yesterday, to have a look and see what it was all about. And I tell you what, I. Geez, I was impressed. I was impressed with the program. I was very impressed with the coach, the high performance coach there. And um, there was a, there was a few things that I I got from it. Just by sitting on the the edge as a typical you know supportive father, you look around. There was um, you know twenty odd parents. Every one of them had their heads in the phones. And then there's me just glued to glued to the side, staring at the coach, trying trying to hop under his little knowledge tree because I was just learning so much. Anyway, anyway, he. He he's got a couple of little mottos. The first, the couple, couple, one thing he told all the kids that he wants them to come up with their own um, daily vitamins, as he calls it. Apparently, he got it from some famous NBA player. But it's called daily vitamins, where you um, have you come up with yourself what your game needs, what the weaknesses, or so something that you can do for five to ten minutes a day every single day that over time will create a bigger body of work which will then develop into something pretty significant and i think fair dinkum that's impressive i've never th- th- heard of that saying before and i've never thought of it like that before and you can bring that into just about anything in your life whether it's triathlons um any sports or business or whatever it is fair so so just have a think about that for a moment. Just think, well, what can I do for five, ten minutes every day that's going to help improve um, my performance? It could be just working on core strength. It could be flexibility. It could be whatever, visualization, whatever it is. But, but geez, that was, I thought, I was really impressed with that. And one thing he also did, which um, resonated with me, was he would stop the whole clinic and when someone would have something to, you know, they'd be all, all doing certain things and it, they'd be generally in groups of five or six, four, four, groups of four. 
and doing doing certain things, and he would stop everyone and be to show someone a certain thing. And his motto, his thing was, coach one, coach all. So he would stop everyone. Everyone stop, and then he'll show the person a particular thing that they're doing and work on, so everyone can watch and learn. And I thought it's kind of what this podcast is. You know, you guys submit your questions at trainsmove.com. I, I, you know, have I read them out? I answer them to you know what's running through my head at the time and hopefully not only that person will get something from it but many others will too it was like and i've mentioned this in the podcast a few times where a teacher a teacher once told us at a parent teacher interview um, which are wasted times but um teacher once told us that you know if, if a kid puts his hands up um, and, I, and I'm going to really forget the numbers here, but uh, if a kid puts a hand up and asks a question, there's going to be multiple kids who may have the same question they want to ask, but they're just a bit too shy. So all of a sudden, one kid he puts his hands up and says, Miss, what's one plus one? And the kid goes, Oh, yeah, I want to know what one plus one is, too. Or, and the teacher goes, Oh, well, that's, you know, I'm just counting on my fingers here. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, many others can learn so that's kind of what we do here when you really put put it all into perspective when um someone submits their questions just like craig did um i you know i read the question out people go oh yeah i've been wondering about that or i i speak it give the answer and you can either go no that's bullcrap or i think there's a better way of doing it or i never thought about it doing it like that way or that's exactly the answer i wanted whatever it is you know, and, and these answers just come from um, the knowledge I have. And I'm sure if I go back and listen to po- other questions done a, a couple of years ago, my answers may may have changed. And and I'm sure the answers I give um, these days might change in a couple of years' time or develop. And the worst part about doing it is because I don't give these questions a lot of thought. I do I, I do apologise on that. I get the questions email come through and I generally generally have a quick glance of it. I move it into the folder and then then I really have a proper think about it when I'm reading, reading it out loud. And then I answer it. The only downside to that is generally hours later I'll be running or I'll be cycling or I'll be driving somewhere and I think, I should have said this in it. I should have said that. And then there's been probably about a dozen times ago I need to make up a follow-up. Um, podcast and to fix that answer up and then I never think about doing that again it exits my head so but anyway Craig who submitted a question through to trainsmove.com he writes um, what is the best way to increase your FTP on the bike is it the train over in short periods or train below in long periods thanks fella I had to put the thanks fella because I, I I just like the fella a bit. I'm guessing, and Craig doesn't write where he's from, but I'm guessing the fact he calls me a fella, I, I think that's Irish. I think I'm, I think that's right. But anyway, so seven minutes in, I finally got to the question. So Craig, um, there's, it depends. 
um, where you are in your development, where how much you know available training time, what have you done in the past, but you know a whole lot of other things we've got to depend on. So a quick a quick spill. If you haven't been very consistent, just riding your bike more consistently will increase it slowly. Um, I've personally found, or if you've been targeting it, um, you know. I, I'll take a quick step back. Your FTP, your functional threshold power, is a percentage um, of your VO2. So let's say you've been hovering under threshold, you're trying to increase your FTP for a while and you've been really working on it and and it's not improving. It's maybe a, a sign that you need to increase your VO2 ceiling. So you've got to start working on your VO2. Um... It is many ways of doing that. A lot of you know, three, four, five, six minute hard efforts will definitely help on that. Um, but I, I do think the the biggest bang for your buck is sweet spot training when it comes to this sort of stuff. It also depends on how aggressive you want to attack your to increase your FTP. So um, if you know, you can add one four training, four week training block. You can add a twelve week training block, where it's just purely trying to get that FTP up. Um, and it depends on, in particular, how mentally um, tough you are with, with it. On how hard and fast you can increase it, you want to increase that. Um, for, for example, um, and I've mentioned this this a couple times on past shows where. Um, I did it. I did it once. I did it for eight weeks straight, where I tried doing it in six week, six week, six week cycles, but I could couldn't get the recovery in. So I turned it into seven day cycles, and I, I found that worked. Where I'd be doing two, um, two times twenty minutes at ninety five percent of FTP. The very next day, I'd be doing two times forty minutes. At 90% FTP with a lower cadence of about 65 RPM, I'd do both those sessions twice a week. So, so the day the the way this cycle went was day one, two times 20 minutes at 95% of FTP. Day two was at 40 minutes at 90% of FTP at 65 RPM. Day three was a long aerobic ride. And then you just repeat that over and over and over again. Unfortunately, I couldn't get the um, the recovery in, so I made one of those days. So I had a fourth day in the middle where it was super easy. Um, and then I, you know, that was that be that was just enough to to recover. And then I was also swimming and cycling. It had to drop, and the athletes I've done this sort of stuff too, or manipulated it similar to that. You drop down your decrease the all the you cut out all the intensity of your running, um, where you keep keep the volume thereabouts, um, but the, all the intensity was dropped, so that it just becomes easy running and um, more um, technique and aerobic work in the pool. So there was shorter stuff, shorter efforts, but it wasn't at full full effort. Um, just just to help the athlete recover more um it, it's draining um so it's 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 mental more mentally draining than anything because you're doing a lot of time hovering just under threshold and but 
the gains on your VO2 increases significantly. Um, and I'm going to pluck off some numbers here. I'm pretty sure I'm right. My VO2 increased by 5. And my FTP went from um, 284 to um, 310 in, in two months. So it was a significant increase. Um, but you you got to try you you got that trade off um you got that trade off of um you you're obviously taking a bit a step back on the in your running and and you you're not exactly developing a lot of bike handling skills or or because you're just grinding those those um watts and you're just living on those watts and i will say if time was available I would also add an extra round. So there was um, a couple of weeks where I was able to do three times 20 minutes at 95% of FTP and then the next day three times 40 minutes at 90% of FTP. Once you're able to do one lot, um, one lot of 20 minutes at 95% of FTP and with five minutes easy, it becomes really easy that second lot or that third lot. And same with that 40 40 minutes. You build up to that 40 minutes of um of 90% of FTP the second one becomes very very easy once you've do- once you knock that first one over so that that was that's what I, if you ha- want to really aggressively attack that FTP I'd p- consider that but there are some athletes who hate sweet spot work I got one athlete who I consider um quite an elite athlete who just can't mentally attack just hates beyond hates beyond hates sweet spot training to the point where i i can't give it to him because it's generally the first session that will get missed i can give him any other session in the world but give him two times 20 minutes or three times 20 minutes or two, 40 minute sessions or 30 minute long or for anything over really 10 minute efforts he just doesn't doesn't want a bar of it just can't can't throw a leg over his bike to do it um so i just don't do it but any other session it could be just the brutal sessions he 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 loves that but just can't can't do those sessions but so but but the biggest bang for your bucks is definitely going to be hovering just under threshold that will give you the biggest bang for your buck for increasing ftp so i hope that helps i've kind of gibbered on a bit here but but if you have have any uh, other questions jump on through to the website trainsmove.com until next episode hooray